What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the 4A Podcast. I'm here with Aiden and Brad. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. I am chilling. And today we're going to be um, doing our way too early MLB 2023 standings um, predictions, um, just based on all the moves that have happened. A lot of big moves have happened in the offseason. Uh, in fact, most of them have already been completed. So we're going to see how that impacted rosters today and how that's going to impact their, their next season in the MLB. Uh, just keep in mind, our predictions have not been good in the past. Um, they really have not, but we got it. We are professional baseball analysts and we got it this time. Yeah. So like looking at the off season, right? If you listen to Stev's check on TikTok a couple of days ago, Stev's goes over the fact that Mark Feinsand reported that 26 of his top 30 free agents have signed. So I think that's a pretty good pool to start making a prediction. I think that the biggest impactful free agent that might like sway a team into the playoffs or not is Carlos Rodon. I don't know if Dansby Swanson brings the team into the playoffs or not. Obviously, we had Carlos Correa sign on Tuesday evening. The Giants aren't a playoff team. Um, sorry, Tom, they're not. Um, you don't know that. They're not. Uh, but to kick it off, we're going to head over to the AL East. Uh, this division was arguably the best division records-wise last year. Uh, we had the Yankees finishing in first, obviously. Then it kind of started to dwindle off. The Blue Jays were a bit disappointing in second. Rays barely made it to the playoffs third. Orioles were a huge surprise in fourth. And then Boston, fifth. Um, So, so far, obviously the Yankees have retained Aaron Judge. Toronto's made a couple big moves. They got Chris Bassett. They got Kevin Kiermaier. That's not a huge move, but it's a move nonetheless. Tampa Bay has been awfully quiet, but it's Tampa Bay, so they've made quietly good moves. Orioles sent Adam Frazier today. They got Kyle Gibson. The Red Sox have been loud, but not loud enough to get uh, Xander Bogarts back. So how are we feeling about this division? This has to be the most competitive division in baseball. I, 100%. I think, I think it has to be. Yeah, I, I would say. I mean, I think, I mean the, this and the AO West, in my opinion. I think yeah. the AO West is going to be. No, nah, you cannot even compare. You cannot even compare. I think any of these teams – no, not any of these teams, not the Red Sox. But the Red Sox, they, they would you have them at fifth still, even even after all of the stuff that they've done? Yes. Yeah. I, I think I, I see that the, it's them or the Orioles. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I think if the Rays can maintain health, which has been such a such a um a wild card for them recently, I think that that might lower them enough to get them around that like five hundred, maybe five games over five hundred. That's what they're doing. Wait, wait, so you think that? Boston and Baltimore would be better than Tampa. No, 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 no. I think, I think Baltimore would be better than Tampa. Uh, let's just let's just go through mine. I got the Blue Jays winning the division. I don't think the Yankees can ever replicate that again. Um, I don't think Judge can replicate his his MVP season, his one of the best seasons of all time uh, individually. And that was an individual effort. I feel like the Yankees were not the good. We're not, we're not good without him. So I think that if Aaron Judge cannot do what Aaron Judge did this season, he's not going to be the Yankees are not going to be pushed over the edge and they're not going to be the division winners. And I think the Blue Jays have not tapped into their true potential. And we all know that. We all know that they should be winning the division. In fact, all of us had, like most of us had them as a World Series favorites. A lot of people did at least last year. Um, but now, I, now it's a little I, different. I didn't. Hey, Aiden, Aiden, you're really, you're really I'm, bad I'm, at predictions. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. special, you know? This guy's just um, a hater. I guess since I'm bad at predictions, I'll go next. Um, okay. I honestly... I, I almost have it finishing the same way. Um, I could definitely see, I think the bot, the top two 
can go back and you know can go back and forth and same with the bottom three i think there's a gap in between the top you know in between the yankees in toronto and tampa baltimore and boston are you saying that there's a gap where the yankees are above the blue jays uh i have them winning the division yeah explain Um, to me how they're better than the blue jays I I just think I mean if we're go- I know we're going off of right now, I I just think uh, Toronto has questions. Like last year, we all had them winning it, but how come they didn't? Go, yeah, Tom, Tom, you're making these wins. faces. Obviously, they, 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 their questions they were bad with, pitching, and they addressed that. They, they addressed only that finished, in the offseason. They only finished with 92 wins. I mean, that's good. Obviously, no, no, that's good. But you're saying the Yankees won more games. The Yankees won seven more games. The Yankees I, had had a bullpen and some starting pitching. The Blue Jays had three starting pitchers. That was it. All I'm saying is I think that the Yankees will find a way to – yeah, Yankee love it. Here it comes. But the Yankees will find a way to win this division. And Brad, just, uh, just go ahead. No, you, 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 you called me crazy last year for thinking it. You did. You, th- you thought I was stupid. And then what happened? They They won the division. And there was no they... analysis behind that. That was just that was just you liking the Yankees, Aiden. Yeah, that, there was that, no analysis right that. now. Okay, but but when they when they I'm I'm looking. I might be. I know we shouldn't be looking forward. We need to be looking at right now. I I just have a feeling that they're gonna go get Rodon. But it's as constructed. Okay, then as right now, then I'll put Toronto as one, if they make no other moves. Okay, but I th- I think they will. So it is your prediction that the Yankees will be the team that sends Carlos Rodon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's fair. Um, that, that's not out of the ring. Yeah, I don't even have the Yankees as the two seed in this division at the moment. I have the Tampa Bay Rays as the number two team in this division, and I have the Blue Jays in first. But I don't have them as like a juggernaut first. I have them at like ninety four wins in first place. I don't. I think the AL East will be very competitive. I don't know how good it is going to be. What do you have the like the wins at? I just said the Blue Jays at like ninety four. I'd go like Rays like eighty nine ninety. Yankees okay. behind them at like eighty seven. Yeah, I just want to see the gap in the. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough, especially in the division like that, because they're playing each other so much. It's gonna be hard to you know jump ahead to like a hundred wins plus. Yeah. Um. So I I definitely I don't I don't see because there's not even bottom feeders in this division anymore. Even the Red Sox are trying to compete. They're not actually going to, but they're trying. So there's no free wins in the AL East. So I think it's going to be a lot closer. Well, I I do believe though this is the first year that they're doing. Like you, you play a division less, correct? You play every yeah. single team in the league at least once. So I think that does benefit the teams in the AL East, which might make their win totals totals a bit higher. Is that they play, you play every team to play your division less. Yeah. Um, Brad, I'm kind of curious about the bottom of the division though. What's that looking like for you? So I have the Yankees in third place, and so I'm kind of conflicted because again, I really don't think this Red Sox team is any bit different than what they put on the field last year. Um, I think the bullpen has got an, an upgrade. I think Givaldi's gone, and he might be gone for good. I don't count Chris Sale as a member of this rotation. Um, and so you're looking at like Cutter Crawford, Tanner Houck, maybe Whitlock, maybe. So I think they're going to be bottom of the division again, and it kind of puts the Orioles in fourth. I do have the Orioles taking a little bit of a step back right now. Um, I could see them kind of being an, a 500 team, give or take two, three wins. Kind of like they were last year, just not as exciting. I think they'll be more of a 500 team throughout the whole year. Where do you guys fall? 
I, I'm just a little bit, I'm a little confused why the Orioles are not getting as much love as they are, as they should be getting. I think, I think the Orioles might be contending not for the top spot, but for a, a, a second or a third spot. I, in their, their second half of the season was starting insane. pitching. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, think uh, that, no, go ahead. What do you think? No, I, I just think that um, a team that got so red hot in the second half of the season, I feel like people look at their 2022 record and they say, that's not that good. Um, but when you look at their second half record, it kind of, it's kind of below the surface. You, you have to dig, and, but when you do dig and you do see what's, what's actually there, you, you're going to get a good team next year. And I think this is a team that might win like 10 games over 500, maybe 15 games over 500. Interesting. So you have them in second place. I have them in third place. I had the Yankees in second place. I just, I still think they're going to retain the talent and I think they're going to go out and buy another big name. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if they get Rodon as well. Um, so I think they're going to finish in second, but I just do not see them winning the division ever again. Ever again. Okay. Ever. Um, <laughs> no, I just, with, with Baltimore, I think last season, like they were just playing, I, I don't know. They were, I don't know if I'm using this term right. They were on like a fever dream. Like it was just, everything they were doing was like, the, especially in the second half of the season, everything they were doing felt like they were doing it right. And I, they're not going to carry it. I don't think there's any chance they carry it over to this season, Tom. Like, I know what you're saying, 15 games over. I, I don't. I think maybe, honestly, I think the max is six, seven games over. I personally have them, like Brad said, floating around 500. I think they're going to probably take a step backwards. I'd say about 81, 82 wins this year. So basically the same. And where does that put them in your division standings? Uh, puts them fourth. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I if we're going off of right now, I'll go Toronto, uh, New York, Tampa, Baltimore, Boston. All right. And Tom, how, how does your division wrap up? Uh, I got the Blue Jays, then the Yankees, then the Orioles, then the Rays. Yes, the Rays are very low for me this year, and then the Red Sox. I don't think they're necessarily low. I think they're that... not. They're not going to be low. I don't think their record. I... I think if you put the Rays in another division, they're finishing yeah. first or second. But yeah. in this in this division, it's going to be so close that fourth place looks bad. But if we actually if we actually dug deeper and we we show I showed you what my predicted record was for them, hmm. you'd be like, that's not that bad. So yeah. Well, well, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I I get that. I think that the Tampa Bay Rays they're really hard to gauge. Like you could have had them easily as a hundred win team last year, and it would have made perfect sense. Because it doesn't make sense. The Rays are really difficult to understand. A team that was kind of like that last year was the Cleveland Guardians, where a lot of people were really low on them to begin the season. And they were kind of a mediocre team through August for the most part. And they had a red-hot September with the Twins and White Sox obviously trailing off. Guardians finished at 92 and 70. They've added. They've added Josh Bell and they've added Mike Zanino, you know, two spots where they didn't really get much offensive production last year. The White Sox, they finally changed their management, and that was really their biggest thing. I still think there's a lot of holes that they haven't addressed on the offensive side. I think their pitching is very solid. Uh, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota. You, they actually have starting rotation depth, and I think that's like a surprising thing for Minnesota, but they lost Correa. And then there's the other two teams in that division, the Tigers and the Royals. I think I – think- I think the Guardians did exactly what they had to do in the offseason. I think they needed a first baseman and a catcher, and they did exactly that. And I think that Mike Zanino is a fine catcher, and I think that Josh Bell was probably the best first baseman they could have gotten. Um, I think they've done exactly what they need to do. They have the experience now. Um, it's just a matter of whether they're going to be streaky like they were last year. Um, 
I think if they can be if they if they can find some sort of consistency during the season, I think there's no shot any other team gets close to them. Um, with that being said, I have them finishing first, and I have them doing almost exactly what they did last season. Interesting. I I I yeah, I have Cleveland finishing one, and I might have them a little high. I have them finishing around ninety eight wins. I, I just, can I can see that just because I besides the White Sox and even the White Sox aren't like a real threat. Minnesota took a step backwards. I mean, and Detroit and Kansas City are still really just bottom feeders right now. Like, they're not doing much. So I think even though they're going to play every team at least once, um, I, I, they're going to they're gonna eat off this, I mean, horrific division. Um, and, that's yes, that's... I, I just – I think against Kansas City, Detroit, and Minnesota, I mean, they're just going to dominate. I think you guys are forgetting with the balance schedule, you play in division less than you would in previous years. Oh, no, 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 100%. And that's what I brought up. But, like, I mean, how many times are you going to play them? I think it's what? Nine. Nine times each? Yeah. Nine, 18, 27, 27. I think they're going to get about 23 wins off of those bottom three. You have them going 23 and four against against Minnesota, Detroit, and Kansas City. I don't think you understand how difficult 23 and four is, even against bad teams. I I think they're gonna get it done. I this I don't know. I just yeah. Just... This this division is this division is tough because you have questions for every team. Um, yeah. but I think something that's more surprising that might be a little bit of a hot take is I think that the Royals and the Twins will finish very close in record. If if not, they might flip. See, um, I was I was gonna bring up that Royals team. I could see like some steps in the right direction, not because they're analytically inclined or whatever, but just because. They have young talent that did get to play in the show last year. And I think Bobby Witt will mature a little bit. If it's not necessarily like a huge breakout year, like a, you know, three, four win season of something of that nature. But obviously I don't see the Royals being above 500. I could just see them again, being around what the twins were last year. Um, there is skepticism about their pitching, especially I was excited for Ryan Yarber to go to the Dodgers. And that obviously didn't happen. I think he's going to rot away in Kansas city if they don't make any sort of analytical improvement, because he is someone that they could do that with. It's just, they don't have the means to do so. Um, I believe the guardians are a very good baseball team. And I, I think that they are capable of winning a hundred games, but I think with a balanced schedule, they are going to see a lot of AL East and AL West, like power teams. And I don't think they fare that well against those teams. I have the guardians winning the division, probably very similar record to what they did last year. Yeah, and I, I think, I think, oh, do we all have the White Sox at number two in the division? Yeah, Brad, I have to think about it. Because I mean, I I mean who would they have, have the talent? They have the talent to finish second. And yeah, Aiden's right. Who else would you put in that number two spot? I mean, just, you can't. Yeah, you can't say Minnesota if you just said Kansas. So Kansas City. Hmm. I mean, I technically could say that Minnesota would finish in second with like a seventy-eight win season. It almost happened last year. Yeah, it is that bad out there in the Central, but I see the White Sox finishing second. I see them showing a lot of improvement. They're 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 a very streaky team, and you can tell the the whole clubhouse vibe was off. Uh, I hope that the new manager situation can fix that. It, it might help be. their streakiness, um, and I think that they might become a consistent team and honestly contend for the for the number one spot if they can get that back. Um, I don't think that's out of the picture. Um, I think we're forgetting how much talent's on there and just how it's not being utilized correctly. 
yeah, I mean, you can see what a new manager can like do, and I think you look at last year in in Philadelphia. Um, I'm just you know that new manager came in and just rejolted the team. Um, and I think a couple players, um, you know, need that on the White Sox. So I think with the new manager, if if you know if he's gonna if it's gonna like take that type of way, um, then they could fight. I mean, they could fight for the division. I don't have him winning it though, obviously. Yeah, I think yeah. The, the White Sox. There's such I. They are so vulnerable to do exactly what they did this year. And I don't see how they wouldn't be sellers at the trade deadline if they, if what happened this year happened again. Because Absolutely. you're you're about to lose Lance Lynn to free agency after this year, who a team would gladly pay for. Their prospect system is, I think, the worst in baseball. Like I think they don't have a prospect. Maybe one or two. I, like, I'm genuinely serious. I think they might only have one or two in the top 100. And I'm not – obviously, we cooked on this division in our AL Central recap episode. We did dirty this division. But I, it's just the AL mid for a reason. I mean, both sides of the AL. Uh, both sides of the Central. So I don't think the NL Central is nearly as bad as this division. Oh, no, no, no. Not nearly as bad, but it's – I mean, this so, year was – I will agree with the White Sox in second as of now, solely based on roster construction. Um, I yeah. think in that same sense, I have Twins in third, Royals in fourth, and then obviously that puts the Tigers in fifth. That's not – I don't see where this Tigers team is going because the young talent, it's starting to be time. Like It is time whether this will be talent or a bust. And obviously I think Torgelson's obviously too young to tell. He obviously didn't have a good sample last year. But it's definitely still a possibility that he could be a star. This is Mickey Cabs last year, so maybe some of that flows into the team and like the juices are inspired. But I'm not convinced it will be. I I think that I think I would bet money on this on this standings finish, unless 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 the entire Guardians team just gets up and leaves. There's no way the Guardians don't win the division. I don't see the Twins being good enough to reach the level of the White Sox. I don't see the Royals be actually actually that 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 is a good point. I think the Royals and the Twins could f- potentially flip in the case of a of a random hot streak. I think the Royals could do something like that. But I don't know if they have the facilities to develop those players. Uh like Brad said they're not very analytically driven, so I don't know what they're going to do with this pitching staff. Um and that those moves kind of did confuse me, but at least they're trying to go buy out some players. I don't really know what their plan is yet, but it's it's definitely better than the Tigers. It's it's better. Anything's better than the. I'm sorry if you're a Tigers fan. Um, you know the, the Giants are always open. The fan base here is really cool. Um, you can join no, us if not. you want. No, they're yeah, not. we are. They're really not. Nah. They they hold on to 2021 like it was yesterday. Okay, come on. We don't want to be hurting hey, some hey, fan base. It was like base it, was like, it was like yesterday. <laughs> no, I. We're on top I, of the league, baby. I, I'm with you guys. I think it, I think better. You said it is the way it finishes, but I also don't want to. Tom, you said there's no way the Guardians don't win the division. I, yeah. It's not a good chance, but I, there is a way. And, I mean, we look at it last year. We we said the same thing with the White Sox. I mean, we all had the White Sox winning about 98 games or whatever, winning the division. Yeah, Go ahead. I just said okay. 93. Um, no, I want, I want to say – I when I when I bet this, I think I texted this, and I also told you guys this a million times. I'm like – they have to do it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want. 
like I'm, I, it was, it was more like a not, they're not going to, it wasn't like a, they're going to do this. It was more like a, I want them to do this because they're running out of time and this team can only be good for another two years. It, it was more of that less of, and also the, the fact that before the start of the 2021 season, we thought this was the worst division of all, like of all time. I mean, this was like the Mickey Mouse division. If, if Cleveland didn't randomly spawn in these players, um, there wouldn't have been any competition to even go against the White Sox. That's why we thought it was so easy. And obviously without the, um, the new um, season format where you have to play every team and everything, that's just feeding off of your own division. So it was not out of the picture for analysts, baseball fans everywhere to think that the White Sox would just destroy everyone. Well, we all thought uh, it. You know, yeah. And, and like, yeah. And, and we, we all knew that it was going to happen, but another team arose. And I think that Cleveland's going to redo the same thing next season and White Sox have too much competition. So we all have the same layout exactly. for that division. Yeah. yeah. So the AL West, I think we're going to have some disagreements here. Aiden, it definitely sounds like that on your behalf. On no, because you explained no. to us that it wouldn't be that, or it would be a very competitive division. I disagree with you heavily. Um, I think this will be a very one-sided division. Even though the Mariners may be very good, this Houston team seems historic. Yeah, no, I no, I agree with that. I'm saying more of the fact like Seattle is gonna finish again with ninety plus wins. I, in my opinion, and I think Houston's going to finish again with another 100 plus wins. So I think it's going to be they're going to win a lot, but like, does that make sense? Like, the there's going to be a point gap, like a win gap, but it's still going to be you know competitive baseball. If that makes any sense to you guys, it's going to be it's going to be tougher to eat up on the lower teams um, with the Rangers and Angels both adding the offseason more more so the Rangers than anything. Um, I think it's going to look a lot closer. I think it's, I mean, obviously the whole new playoff, the new regular season format, but I still think the, 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 the Astros will not reach the same win mark that they did last year. And I don't think the Mariners will even reach that same mark because I think the Rangers and angels will be stealing those wins away from those teams. That makes sense. Yeah. I still think in my, in my opinion, I, obviously the Astros are winning the division. They're, they're going to win. Um, whether it's by a lot or a little, I, I they're going to win the division. Um, and then the Mariners. I think us having those two makes sense. No one else is going to randomly come in, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Wait, but if how many wins do you think Seattle will get? If you don't, probably upper eighties. That, that that makes about that makes sense to me. I don't think I don't think they can crack ninety just because of how many competitive teams there are. I think I think the Rangers again. They play again. Wins. You play your division less. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be it's it's tough to it's tough to guess those those predictions. I mean those those actual um record predictions. I think for the actual preseason predictions, I'll be going like in deep in depth analysis for their records. But right now, I think upper eighties for the Mariners and then low nineties for the Astros or like mid nineties for the Astros would make sense. Wow, so they fall back about ten wins. Yeah. I, I, it's not it's not the most shocking but, thing in the world, is it? Go ahead, go ahead, Brad. Go ahead. So, I want to prompt this question: Over under one and a half teams that win a hundred games in twenty twenty three. One and a half, so two teams. I, I think yes. I think yes. Aiden and I think I yeah. One guaranteed in the Astros, in my opinion, I, over. Okay, but See, but at two, like if you said two and a half, I'd say under. You know. Like, I, I am going to take the under on this. 
Okay. I'm going to go with one. And it is the Houston Astros. I have this being a very similar division to what it was last year. Just give the Mariners more wins. I could see the Astros competing for that 111 mark that the Dodgers had last year. Like the rotation is just as good. I like you're going to get more development from younger players. Obviously, losing Justin Verlander hurts, but you're going to be able to put in Hunter Brown more youth. Hopefully, they stay on the field as much as Verlander did, if not more. You can rely on the bullpen, but I also think the Mariners take a huge step forward. I can see them as a 95 plus win team, but still, they won't reach the Astros in any sense. I believe in the Angels every single year, but that never happens. I see them winning 75 games. Um, and I don't know what to make of the Rangers because they still, they signed Jacob deGrom, but I still don't think they have starting pitching because Jacob deGrom is not reliable. Yes, that is true. I, that, yeah. that, for that reason, yes. <laughs> yeah. You also got Martin Perez. You also got Andrew Heaney out there. What? Okay. And you also... Martin Perez had one good season. I mean, you, you see breakout seasons. It's, it's, it's not... It's about 50-50 that, like, they retain that talent, right? I mean, like, they're not going to – you don't you don't see these one-and-done seasons as much anymore. I don't I don't think Martin Perez Wait, is going to disappear off yeah. the face of the planet. Yeah. Brad, do you have the right – do you have Texas above or below the Angels? At on, the same man. at the same exact mark. Oh my god. You think that you think, that you think they both get about 75 wins? Yeah, I could definitely see that. Like, I'm looking at Martin Prez's projections for 2024 or 2023, and I agree with them. About 190 innings with a four ERA. I agree with that. What yeah, kind of, I, I mean I mean that's, you, that's, but, that's that's just quality starting though. I mean that's like a four that's a four pitcher right there. Yeah, but, but that's their that number two. two. That's yeah. their two. Like I, no, I see what I don't know. I personally have Houston at 105, Seattle at about 95 to 97, Texas at about 78, 80. I I think they'll make some jumps on the offense. Angels around same about same as the Rangers about 75, maybe touching 80, and then Oakland worse. I mean, I think. 55 that that range I, I just wanna... which which uh, real quick tom before you know okay. it's, it's oakland's gonna suck we all know this a couple teams are gonna suck you know oakland's one of them they can't get a top six pick again which is something something to throw out there which is going to make the offseason next year a lot more interesting they can't get top six in the draft pick yeah i i, think I the... Oakland Athletics have a chance to be worse than the 2018 Baltimore Orioles. Oh, a hundred percent. They have nothing going so. for them. Like is it, this is, is, it is a disrespectful <laughs> major league roster. Like it, it is, is bare, it is. It's not a major league roster. That's a matter of it's fact. Not. It is not a major league baseball roster. I mean, can, can we propose to stick them down in AAA? I mean, uh, might as well relegation. <laughs> I, I know I've seen high school teams better than these guys. They're, they're really bad. No um, winner of the college world series. They make it to MLB. <laughs> Oakland goes back to college. I would be down for that. Honestly, move the, move the uh, ownership of, Oakland I don't know. Just, down just to... have it, have it be like the, have it be like soccer. The winner of the triple A moves up. And the problem is that, uh, yeah, it kind of connected. Yeah. yeah. 
Honestly, I just want to I just want to add that the, the the Rangers I think like broke a record for the most most losses of just one run. Yeah. So they they're close. Their their record in 2022 was 68-94. That is horrible considering that they went out in the offseason and spent so much money. Have, you know? Have so Rangers or Angels Tom? I got the Rangers above the Angels. Yeah. Me too. Have have they signed anybody on offense? The Rangers? Uh, they really don't need to. I, I, can't, I can't think. I mean, yeah, you need an outfield. Adolis Garcia? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Leody <laughs> Tervares looked good towards the end of the season. He was very but... good towards the end. I think I think he's going to be something good. No, he, he he's developing. And he's young, too. Okay, but then that's two. I think they need to go out and get some bullpen help, to be honest. I, I would have loved to see them get Mitch Hanniger, but... I think Mitch Henry would have been good for a lot of teams, but I'm not sure that's a, get, a bet you want to take. Hey, man, Mitch Henry ended up on all a really right. good team, so it's all good. No, he didn't. He ended up on the okay. Giants. Okay. Let's right. um, barely, barely a third-place team in the well, NL West. What is your AL West final predictions, bad? Like, just going down Ast- the line. Astros, Mariners, Angels, Rangers, Athletics. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm Astros, Mariners, Rangers, Angels, Athletics. Yeah, I'm, I'm on and Team Aiden for this one. I think one and five, 50 to 60 win differential. That says more about the A's being really bad, but yeah. I mean, I, no, because if, if I if I look at, real quick, if I look at Houston, I, they, they get 105 wins, like I'm saying. I mean, that's 55 wins for Oakland. I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. that's really, really bad. But, I mean, that also shows Houston's good. Like real good. I mean, the Yankees could have won ninety-eight games in twenty eighteen and had a fifty game lead on the forty-eight win Orioles. Yeah, so forty-eight is what is that's the worst of all time? No, the worst of all time is the two thousand and three Tigers. I believe they went forty three and one nineteen. Okay, so what about the, uh, what about the early that's Mets? their the early World Mets Series. That's their World Series. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the Mets. All right, well, now moving on to a division that is much more competitive for that number one spot. Could go a lot of directions. Uh, the NL East. Where do you guys stand on this three-headed monster that is the NL East? And I say three because the other ones are not – they're not there. It's just a three-headed monster. Who's going to win the division? Not the Nationals. I think we can agree they're in fifth place. Yep. Yeah. And then I think we can agree on fourth place. Uh, yep. Yep, Miami. Miami. I, I think that I think you know, I like this. Show, I like this. Let's let's go let's go backwards so that we no, don't. No, we're just eliminating. No, 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 no. I like it. I like yeah. it. Number three. The, number three is where it gets a little bit interesting, but I think we all might have the same. Philadelphia. I think we all have Philly. Brad's gonna and do barely, some hot take. Here we go. Barely. There's no shot. You get the Mets finishing third, Brad. No! Wow. How could you do this? Age. Their starting rotation. Their youngest pitcher is thirty. That's all right. They, Verla- Verlander wow. debuted in 03, like professional. Scherzer 04, Carrasco 04. Who's the other one? Quintana 04. I think I'm forgetting think the, the problem... Japanese thr- flamethrower, dude. He's going to be he's, great. He's, he's the guy who's 30, Tom. <laughs> they, this is a very good starting rotation. Age? I don't age, know. Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer for... I don't know if he's healthy anymore. Yeah, if, but for these if, guys, yeah. age is just a number because if... they continue to get better. I mean, Justin Verlander literally has gotten like better every single season Verlander, since 2019, sure. which is like really good. Quintana had his best year since like 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Carlos Carrasco was iffy at this point. 
He's a great number four, though, in my opinion. And Kodai Senga, at best, is a number two or three. Guys, he's just – he's a big question mark. Yeah. I honestly, for, for their we age, don't know I have do. this as – I think I have this as the best rotation in baseball. I think this is one of the best, if not the best, in baseball. If you're looking just – they're going to all be healthy for an entire season, sure, but I don't think they're going to be. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think I think in terms of effectiveness, yeah. But that's also that's also my problem with Philadelphia, is the, is their health and just you know I mean Harper is going to be out till June and we know that's a huge piece of that offense, that is um, true. W- which is why I have them finishing third. I think if they were healthy and we and Harper was going to play this year, I think I'd have them in second. Um, but I just Harper is just he's the I don't want to say the heart of the team. But he's just such a big part of that team is it gets me questioning what are they going to, you know, how are they going to be able to respond without him, which I think is a fair point. No, it's yeah, a fair think, argument. Yeah, I think the Mets will I think the Mets will continue to spend. I think they're not even done yet. They like they like spending on it. I, it's it's annoying as a, as a fan of a team that doesn't like to spend as much money, which is ironic because we actually have spent more money now officially because the Carlos Correa team, the Carlos Correa deal was a very long one. But that, that's besides, besides the point. <laughs> uh, hey, we got we got an A on ESPN's uh, grading for that one, so that's good. That's a good signing. Um, no, but th- this Philadelphia team, I cannot pair it against the Mets for even being that close. I think it's gonna be the Mets and the Braves oh. going for first again. What do you think the win differential is between the Mets and the Phillies? Like, how close are we talking for you? Because I know with Brad, it's probably like, I mean, I can't. I think, even I think the Brad. Mets and Phillies, the closest they're gonna get is like seven games by the end of the season. I think it's going to be a seven-game difference. Interesting enough, I sent out a Twitter poll the other day. Phillies or Mets? Mm-hmm, I thought no. that I voted. I voted, yeah. Phillies yep. won 75% to 25%. That was probably hot off the Trey Turner trade, though. And I think hot off the World Series run that they just went on. They finished 14 games back of the Mets last year. And they, they just made it a, a hell Turner. of a lot farther. Yes, but that does not have that does not go to that, our that, standing. No, that, that is team, that, yeah, that's yeah, that team was on some like I'm like not like that team was just like on something like they they well, were not even be. gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, if you, if it, you look was, at them, they weren't even gonna make a play. They weren't even a playoff team until the very end. So I think that cool this team off. being streaky, this team being streaky, and also with the Bryce Harper injury, their offense is gonna be lacking. Their pitching is good, but I don't know if it can be better I think than you the Mets. Get who you they have on offense. I mean, you got Reese Hoskins, you got Kyle uh, Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, Trey Turner, JT Romuto, Alec Baum, Bryson Stott, Brendan Marsh. He's a great defensive center fielder. I don't really know about offense. Who's the fat guy who came up and like hit just bombs last year for a couple games towards the end of the season? I'm blanking on his name. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, no. That guy? No, there's no argument for that. My only concern, not really concern, one of the NL East teams is most likely going to miss the playoffs. They didn't last year. Well, I mean, Derek Hall. I just, <laughs> I just, I think obviously I, the Padres, in my opinion, are going to make it. Um, leaving one of Philly or New York. I, I think, I think when you compare these mix. lineups, like even, even like head to head, I think even like head to head, they're not close. Pete Alonso is better than Reese Hoskins. Okay. Um, I think that uh, Lindor is better than Stott. Lindor's um, not better than Trey Turner, though. That is true, but um, you just co- you, field, Tom, you just compared the shortstop to the second baseman. Yeah, Bryce Stott was the shortstop last year. That's my that's my fault. But I think that in terms of batting, I think Bohm is better than Escobar. But I think Escobar is better overall. 
and obviously more effective because he's a, he's a switch hitter. Brandon Nimmo is probably better than everyone in that outfield. I will say Schwarber hits a lot of bombs, but a two a two fifteen batting average every year is not going to be like super effective. Batting average doesn't matter. Nope, Brad, invalid opinion. Um, I I think this this Mets team has the upper hand on literally everything except for maybe bullpen now, but they 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 have what they need. I think I think that it's not going to be close. Not gonna okay. So I think we can all agree that Atlanta's number one. Yeah, I mean, I think is. I think that's a consensus. And then I have I personally, I I have it finishing the same way as it as it did this year, but with different totals. Like they tie. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like like Atlanta, New York, Philly, Miami, Washington. I personally have Atlanta looking at. They would be my my other 100 win team personally. I've 95 to 98, but I could see them hitting 100. Mets at 90, 93 in that range. Philly at 90. Yeah, they'll be right there with the Mets, I think, at the end. Mm-hmm. Miami is going to Miami's gonna um go up, I think. I think they're going to finish around 500, probably. I think, yeah, I'm going to say about six, uh, 77, 80 range. Uh, I think they'll be a little under. And then Washington, I don't even want to do, do them. I hate to be boring, and I hate to spoil this, but... I have the entire NL finishing the exact same records this, as last year. The entire NL. You have the Dodgers winning 111 games. No, no, like the the like the order. Oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I have no, like I'm, the same order for every holy. single team. When I was going through that, I'm like, oh my god, this is the exact same as last year. I think you're year. right. It, it it will be the exact same for me. Um, it's not for Brad because he put the Phillies above the Mets, but for me, it for the rest of these, it is going to be. I think it's exactly. closer though than people think for everything. Like, yeah, yeah, we say the divisions like, might be the same, but that Phillies Mets race is going to be, you know, close. And I think we're all saying Atlanta's going to win the division, but I, there's a chance that they don't. I mean, injuries happen. Yeah, you know, Acuna's health is, I mean, is still uncertain right now. I think, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so going into the NL Central, I think this division is going to look really similar to last year. Um, I think the Brewers have upgraded on offense. I can never tell with them. Uh, obviously, I think it's like time to finally declare Christian Yelich not him anymore. It's only taken three years, but he's just not the same anymore. Um, they got well William Contreras. William. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he is much of an upgrade to be honest, because he really, really slowed off at the end of the year. I hope he is. I hope he is an upgrade because that'd be really good for him. I like Milwaukee. I personally like Milwaukee. I think that they can be a good baseball team. They have really good pitching, um, but I don't really know what they are outside of that. Uh, Jesse Winker apparently is really bad for the clubhouse and they acquired him. I don't know what that's going to be. Abraham Toro is. Then eh. just, there's so many questions surrounding the Brewers. Obviously, do you want to start from the bottom or start from the top? I mean, the yeah, bottom. Yeah. Okay. Bottom. The bottom. So going it's to the easy. bottom, going to the bottom, we have the Pittsburgh Pirates and we have the Cincinnati Reds. Hello, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, but that's. I mean, who do that's you? Gonna that's gonna be its own race in itself. Who that's will gonna be its own race. Yeah. Who do you have? I'm. I have. I have the Reds worse than the Pirates. I have the Reds better than the Pirates. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think that the rookies are getting another year. Like I think 
if they go back to their pitching coach that they had with when Bauer was there, you can fix Hunter Green, then you're golden. Yeah, and I think Ellie De La Cruz is he coming up or he should. Yeah, so I think that might be a boost to that offense. It's not going to yeah. be enough to, but it's going to be enough to push them above the worst Pirates team. Do yeah. what do you guys think? It's like what do you think we're looking at here, like record wise? Like, sixty-five not, wins just... to sixty-one wins. Okay, yeah, that sounds so, about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I just personally have Pittsburgh higher just because of, um, Reynolds and Cruz. I think just that alone, but the pitching itself is. The offense is going to be fun to watch. The Pirates are going to be competing for a long time. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, you said yeah, I, that. Yeah, you said I, that. Yeah, I did. Um, that's probably actually the worst one I've said. Um, Brian Reynolds now wants out. I spoke it into existence. He listens to the podcast. Um, no, I just uh, the offense is going to be fun to watch. The pitching is not. So uh, it'll be fun to see the Washington against Pittsburgh, in my opinion. Yeah, and now moving in. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Washington, sorry. Washington against Pittsburgh. Okay, and then moving into the two and three spots, this might be a little bit more interesting than we thought, just because the Brewers have downgraded so much, and I mean so much. I don't know why they keep – yes, you got got William Contreras. I predicted they get Wilson. They got the wrong one. Uh, must have been in the misinput. They they, they watched the podcast, but they just – they got the name wrong. They just got the wrong guy. Um, you got rid of Wong. I, I was pretty high on him. Um, you didn't keep much of the talent. Um, Jesse Winker is not that good at baseball anymore. He had a, he had a bit of a fluke, um, bit of a fluke season. I don't, I don't see this, this Brewers team being very good. You're not going to win games if you give up zero runs, but you also score zero runs. It's, it's just like this offense is not good. And this is like a bottom, bottom eight, maybe offense in baseball. Um, and with that pitching rotation, it's not going to mean anything if you can't score runs on the other side of the field. And they are just not making moves. If, from, from a regular baseball fan's perspective, it does not look like the Milwaukee Brewers want to win baseball games. It just it just seems like they're trying to save money. And that just is very selfish on the owner's part. I think I, I mean, if they yeah, want to go out and spend – No, it's not, not about spending. It's about making the right decisions. Brad, you're talking. You're muted. Interesting <laughs> enough, the Brewers were actually 10th in the league in WOBA last year. That is very actually. They did have a um. I think they had three players that hit thirty home runs. Maybe two. It was Raddy yeah. Flez and Willie Adamez. Yeah, that sounds right. Those two are the power in that offense. I. I mean, but then he also had Renfro last year. They did. Who's now gone? He's an, he's an angel now. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Angel in the outfield, just, man. <laughs> Milwaukee's beautiful, man. It is. I I took a trip there up this <laughs> summer. It it's beautiful. Um, but that's that, that's about it in Milwaukee. I think you're finishing second. Uh, I mean, there's a fight for third. Like you Tom can said. argue. You yeah, can. you can argue for that. Uh, I think though it's gonna finish around the same. Um, Milwaukee around, in my opinion, 80, 85 wins. I think they take a slight step backwards, but not as much as people some people think. Um, I think it's more that the Cubs make a jump up than Milwaukee takes a uh, step down. Cubs about. 500 and the Milwaukee about maybe three games above 500 around that range. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. That makes sense. And, and then, and then St. Louis, I think we'll run. I, when I say run away with the division, I don't think it'll be like a 10, a, a, you know, a 10 game differential. I think it'll more be like a seven kind of like it was this year, but I think it'll always be seven. You know, I think they'll get the distance at the beginning and they'll kind of keep it. 
That, that's where I disagree with you on that one. I, I think that the the Cardinals have only gotten better in the offseason. And this is, a, this is a young team that's only getting better year after year. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is going to be over 10. The pitching scares me a bit. I, they didn't. They didn't get better at it this, year, at this off season, have they? Not yet. Like, I am I missing still... something? Well, I know, but but we can't. Like, we have to think of right now. Right now, I don't see this team running away with it by ten plus games. All right, if you're looking pitching. at people that they have on their roster that is classified yeah. as a starting pitcher, Jack Flaherty, Miles Michaelis, Jordan Montgomery, Adam Wainwright, Stephen Matz. That's not Dakota bad. Hudson. Dakota it's, it's, Hudson. No, it's not bad. It's just. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna do the injury thing on Degrom and Scherzer and the Mets, we have to do we have to do it with the Cardinals. I mean, okay, so no, Flair- no, Flair- no Flaherty, no Mets. Then you still have the other four. Yeah, Wainwright has not, not is old, but he hasn't showed signs of injury. So yeah, but that's not Weird. good enough to win this division by 10, 15 Yes, it games. is. This division is not good. They're not very good, Aiden. Yeah, and also St. Louis is upgrading on offense. Jordan Walker's gonna be coming up this year too, likely. Okay, wait. So bad. Do you have, a, you have Milwaukee about eighty-five? I eighty-two, eighty-three, probably. Yeah. Okay, so too. then you see St. Louis at about ninety-five. Ninety-five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, because yeah, I thought. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any more thoughts on the NL Central? I am ready to jump into the oh, NL West. Boy, this is all right. Finishing in fifth place, the backwards F Rockies. Bum, bum, Let's bum, go. Bum. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to be fighting for that that no. worst team in baseball. No, honestly, uh, they're going to be participating no. for sixth place in that division. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think this is a team <laughs> that should be booted from the league as well. Um, what is going on out there? Um, Wait, no, I think they'll oh. go seventy-four and eighty-eight. I think they're stuck at that record. If I remember correctly, was that what they were last year? Or was that no, 68 and 94. I okay, think yeah, don't do that again. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. I think they're going to repeat that. I think it, yeah. it's this or it only gets worse. I think it has to be around 69. Just, nice. I, no, but 69, <laughs> 69 wins. I, yeah. Tom, you said that they're going to compete with the A's? As much as we hate them, I don't no, think like they're that, top, that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, like, not, they're not like top spot. 45, I think, I think 50. They, long, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm about yeah. Do Do you have their win total? They won home? six. Uh, they won forty one and lost forty at home. They went twenty seven and fifty four on the road. That is a three thirty three winning percentage on the road. The course effect, baby. Yeah. So, I think in fourth place, I don't Los Angeles Dodgers. Right, you have to be the Dodgers. The Giants are that good. What is your lineup right now, Tom? I, you I little, I, there's no I can't shot. believe there's it. No, you are not, no, Aiden, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I can't I, believe it. I'm you're with Tom here. At fourth? I, I don't think, do it, this? like a 79 to 81 win team, I could see the Diamondbacks beating them by two or three games. I could 100% see it. I could, I, okay. Um, what no. is, the, okay, what is your batting line? Tell me your lineup. All right, we're going to run this real quick. What's your lineup? Right, let's, let's let's look at the let's look at the depth chart. Let's see what we're working with. Okay, Hold Giants on. catching. Oh, Joey Bart. First base, Joey Bart, JD Davis or Lamont Wade. Second base, Tyro Estrada or Wilmer Flores. Third base, whichever one of those guys isn't playing the other position. Shortstop, you do happen to have Carlos Correa. Brandon Crawford will probably. I think they said he's going to third. Is that right? No, I, I his arm's so, gonna yes. fall off. 
Um, and then your outfield defense. Yeah. Then your outfield defense. Oh boy. Jock Peterson. They hit Mitch home Haniger, Mike Yastrzemski. Yastrzemski has a good glove out there, but that is a that is a powerful lineup. Austin Slater. Austin Slater is one of the best utility guys ever. And <laughs> I know any, any... Tom, all he plays is center field. The only position he is listed at. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like that, that, type of plat- that type of platoon guy. He fits with the Giants so well. He just screams Giants. But Brad, can you go ahead and just read these diamond? Sorry, Tom, for cutting you off. Brad, can you read these Diamondbacks? Okay. Diamondbacks I, I depth chart. So Catcher, we have Carson Kelly or Dalton Varsho. Okay. First base is Christian Walker or Pavin Smith. I believe Christian Walker almost hit 30 uh-huh. runs last year. <laughs> yeah. Mid. Uh, Cattell Marte or Josh Rojas at second. The other one at third. Or uh, Nick Ahmed at short. One of the best defensive shorts out there in all of baseball. Third base, Josh Rojas or Geraldo Perdomo. Uh, outfield is looking pretty. You got Alec Thomas. You got Kyle Lewis, Corbin Carroll, Jake McCarthy, or Dalton Varsho. That's just not. That's just not. A They're gonna be gonna... fun, but there's a huge question mark. Like, if if those guys in the outfield and how's the house are not with the Giants? Oh no, oh no, there is a huge question mark everywhere. Honestly, saying that, I I might flip them. Exactly. To be quite honest. Okay, remember this this year. If you're gonna get anyone to come impact you, they have Brandon Fat at and he's a right-handed pitcher. That could be right. <laughs> His name is Fat. <laughs> he's a loser. <laughs> They Giants have, never. Okay. Ryan Nelson, Drew Jameson's going to be up. I think he's up right now. <laughs> Dominic, Fle- like they have prospects that are ready, like majorly the, ready. The, Obviously, the only... they have Madison, yeah. the thumb bum, Gardner, and Merrill Kelly had a great year. Zach Allen almost won a Cy Young award. Like their bullpen is solid, and it's you only going to gotta... get it's going to get Ooh, better. Mark with... my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my only question, my only thing is. The Giants won seven more games in Arizona, and then the Giants added Correa. They did lose a lot. They did lose Rodon, which I think is going to hurt them. And there was just seven um, wins right there. But you think Rodon is going to lose them about seven games, not having Rodon? Think who they who do they have to start in their place? Sean Manaya, Ross Stripling. I think with the Giants' ability to to develop pitching. I mean, you've seen this, you've seen this before. Rodon came to the Giants good, but he left better. You know, he really got better. Um, and, and so what I'm saying is I, and I was really high on him too. I, at the beginning of the season, um, at the beginning of the off season, I said, I want the Giants to go out and get um, Sean Manaya. I said, I, I said, yeah, I said, I wanted to get Sean Manaya. Um, something wrong with my, something wrong with the headphones. You sound like you just did helium. Are you serious? Your voice is like I thought you Jeff, had I, like a, I thought you had like a sound thing on. Are you for real? Yeah, Tom, no. you still sound like it. Tom, you still I, sound are you like serious? It. Really? Yes. All right, so this is helium. Tom, we're here talking about Sean Manaya and how he will be developed. And I'm telling you, Sean Manaya will take over that number one spot. He will be the, the next Carlos Rodon. I told you guys, Carlos Rodon joined the Giants. He was good, but he left better. So if the Giants can tamper with Shamanaya, which I've been excited to see, I think that the Giants can have a decent starting rotation. And I think that Camilo Duvall will be the lockdown guy. I think he's going to make uh, steps forward. Okay. The now, uh, the, the, yeah, Duvall, I think it will be that lockdown guy, but you can't use that lockdown guy every single game, which he's the only guy in that bullpen, no? Well, 
if you ask me last year, who else is in that bullpen? I, I can't. I can't take you seriously. Right we now. have the great. Uh, I'm just gonna take his headset off. Hold on. Let me just. Uh... <laughs> Bob has disappeared. He's he's gone. No, I can't hear you. Okay, there we All go. Right, do, we, do we sound normal? Yeah. All right. Um. I mean, if you ask me, last year with with Dom Leon and all the really good players. I mean, Taylor Rogers or Tyler Rogers. He, he he's a lot more hittable now. Um, but if you can tap into even ten percent of the, the the talent you had in twenty twenty one in that bullpen, then yes, I would say this bullpen has depth. Um, it's just a matter of whether they can regain that confidence. Maybe I don't know what it is. Um, but it was it was a lot different to see last season the fall off of the Giants bullpen. I think that if they can go back to the twenty twenty one bullpen, it's looking a lot different. Uh, Tom, I have a question. You know, for you first, and then I'll go ahead and ask Brad. What do you have, just rough sketch, uh, you know, a rough, you know, idea. What do you have the win totals of, just go ahead and just say all five. I, I want to see how close you think it's going to be between just one, two, three, and four, because five is irrelevant. Um, so I think starting off with the Rockies, I think they're going to finish at 60, 69 and 93. <laughs> That's just a funny record to me. Sorry. Um, I think Arizona will finish... 79 and 82. Um, You're forgetting a game. 79 83 is what I meant to say. Um, I think the Giants, sorry, let me go to the next to the third place in the division. Um, the San Diego Padres, I got them finishing um, 90. I think they're going to win about 93 games. Um, I think the Dodgers are going to win about 98. And then I got the Giants at first place. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Probably, I, I think we're going to try and go for that 2021 record. I think we're going to. Probably get about 110, 111. Hmm. Now I'm just messing with you guys. I think the Giants win 85 games. With Yeah, I think the Giants win 85 games. I think that's that's going to be enough to get to a wild card spot. I'm muted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think at this point, 85 isn't a bad number. Uh, I don't... This is tough for me to give... You not like wins for Brad. You have. I don't want to reveal my first and second in this division. Um, right now, I, like this whole episode. No, just not yet. Like, okay. give me a couple minutes. I have the All Rockies right. in last. I'll go sixty-eight and ninety-four. But I agree with Tom. I don't want to steal his number. I have the Giants going seventy-nine and eighty-three. The Diamondbacks going eighty-two and eighty. And then I have the other two teams. Okay, I'm gonna go there. For, I'm gonna go Colorado. They find a way to hit seventy wins. I'm gonna say seventy and ninety-two. Um, at right now, oh man, because I I spoke bad on them and I did some research. San Francisco in fourth at eighty-two and eighty. Arizona at eighty-three and seventy-nine. San Diego at 93 and 70 or 93 and 69, I believe. And the Dodgers winning 99 games. Um, Tom, can you give your prediction real quick? The Dodgers are not going to win 99 games this year. I, they're, 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 they, I mean, we all know they've only gotten worse. I don't think it's going to make 
much of a difference. I still think that I still think that they had the division just based sheerly on experience and not really folding under pressure. <laughs> they fold under pressure every year. I'm sorry, but like consistently not folding under pressure for the whole season and then folding under pressure. He's got the hockey stick. No, um, you remember this when he swung? Yeah. Yes, and lost. I, I think, but the but the. But the Dodgers are a very good regular season team. We see this year after year. Um, Which the is why I said 99. Huh? Which is why I said 99. Tom, do you think know, over or under they, 99? They, under 99, by far. Yeah. I, not by far, but I think that they win 90, 94, 95. Ooh, I'm so interested on Bad's predictions. Tom, go yeah. ahead. Just... I, I, think, I think this is going to look a lot like the NL East last year, just in the sense that I think that the top two teams being the Padres and the Dodgers are going to be very close. I think it, it might be even closer than we think. I, um, I think it's going to be like a two or three game difference if, if at max. Yep. I, I, so no, so, I, I so who wins? Good. But yeah, Tom. I, give still, you a I, still, I still got the Dodgers winning it. but Okay, um, but Tom, give your wins. Just rough sketch. Just your wins. Um, this is This is tough. Um, I mean, just spitballing this. Probably, probably they say, won't. I'd probably say ninety six and ninety three for both teams, respectively, with the Dodgers being the higher one. Okay. Maybe, maybe a little lower. I don't know. It's, wait, wait. I, you I, you I said could a, I could see a tie happening in the NL West. I think it's possible. You said mm, what? Eighty five for the Giants. Yeah. Okay. All right, Brad. Here we go. With Drum first overseas. place in your National League West, I have I, 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 San Diego Padres. I knew it. I knew it. I think that the Dodgers are doing a rebuild in their form, like a one year, get the mm-hmm. kids ready and go for another win record in 2024. Like get the kids ready. I could see the Dodgers winning 96 games, finishing in second. I see the Padres. They like, they're strutting their, they're strutting their stuff. They beat the Dodgers in the postseason. You know, they have a very good regular season, like 98, 99 wins. They act like they're all tough and they you run into the, that hundred. No, I and then they run into a red hot Dodgers in the postseason because the Dodgers were ready. Because they, because think about the Dodgers teams over the past couple of seasons 2019, 2021, 2022. These are 106 plus win teams that weren't good in the postseason. Why? Because they coasted into the postseason, except for 2021. Like 2021, they had to sprint the whole way. Another reason why they were kind of like done. 2023. A young team that's going to be a bit more fresh for the postseason. I could see the Dodgers beating the Padres in the postseason, but I don't see them beating the Padres as currently constructed. I think the Padres are too good of a team right now. I can see it. I I think it also depends on how when Tatis comes back, how he kind of meshes with this lineup. I believe he comes back on four twenty. Oh, for real? Uh, imagine yeah. that. Uh, I don't think. I, I I think that the Padres have the talent to win the division, but we see this year after year that they that the team that has the most talent doesn't always win the division. I think I think the Padres are a very streaky team. They can kind of they can kind of have these little internal collapses mid season. And we've seen this a couple times in the last two years. Um and I think they'll have a mid season random collapse of emotions. Um but it's not gonna be that it's not gonna be that big of a deal. I think they have too much talent on that team. The owner loves to spend money, so I think they're going to go at the deadline too and do some weird stuff too. I, I, it, depending how they're doing at that point in the season, but I think they're going to be big buyers too. I don't know who else you can even buy. You, I was about to say you say big buyers, but at what position? Where? Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, you could get a DH. I think you could get JD Martinez still. I honestly think that DH is the only one they really need at this point. Uh, uh, starting it. pitching. Hello. Yeah, I was about to say. Can you, really say can you can you say the rotation real quick? Uh, Joe Musgrove. Sean, well, I know they lost. They got Joe Mus. They got at the um, moment. It is Joe Musgrove, Yu Darvish, Blake Snell, Nick Martinez, Adrian Morayon. I think the number. Five, I think I think the uh, number, number one through four is fine. I think one through four is fantastic. Um, I don't know who that last guy is, but but we, be- we no, but we also is is that the two that hit the home run against the Nationals? Please tell me no. Maybe this is, I, I don't know. Somebody in his debut hit a home run. Like PTSD. Hmm. Um. No, but we spoke about this in a past episode. A fifth starter is someone, like, they don't need to be the star. They just need somebody to give you a chance to win the game. And I, I think I think Mohan can do that. I mean, you can put me on there. Okay, Aiden, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask you this. What do you know about Adrian Morion? Is is he the guy, is, is he the guy that, honestly, is he the guy that hit the home run against the Nationals? Because if so, that's it. But uh, he wasn't bad last year, right? Four two, four three, mm-hmm. four two four and thirty four innings with a seven four one Ks per nine. Uh, he on. he was a below average ERA plus pitcher. His CSW percentage was horrible. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I got the ERA right. I know ERA is sucks, but he is projected for one hundred sixteen innings of a three seven nine ERA. Honestly, though, but if they can get a three seven nine out of their five, that's I want to specify one hundred and nineteen innings. Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess who comes they, up if I think they might go after Yavaldi. I don't see them going after like a Rodon, but I think going after Yavaldi would make sense for him. There's a couple. There's a couple names on the market that are still available for them. Um, it's also not to mention that like having a really good starting five pitcher is not like crucial to a team's winning percentage. Um, especially considering a lot of teams don't have good five starters unless they have in- insane depth. So he's not like he's not that guy, but he's he's definitely good enough. And I think the top three pitchers in that in that Padres rotation are all very talented. So I, I think that that's good enough for them. Honestly, right. I think the best rotation in the Charlie yeah. Morton. What about he, that? He's a brave. He's a brave Aiden. He resigned. Uh, at he, NBC. he resigned before last season. Yeah, what's it called? NBC just let me down. That was messed up. Hey, to look at what date that article was published. I'll look at it now, but you know that wasn't like on like that wasn't on my mind. You know, hold on. My phone's not turning on. Okay. Um, I I really don't want to. This is gonna be embarrassing, isn't it? It's, it's... <sighs> December twelfth. What year? Twenty twenty two. Someone didn't do their job. Okay. Hey, that makes me feel better. I feel like you should know that. <laughs> oh. uh, Wayne Wright's on here too. I mean, technically, he hasn't signed yet. Is he, he still free agent? No, he just said he's returning to the Cardinals. I don't think they've agreed to a terms yet. Okay. All right. You guys, any any lasting thoughts that are itching at you? Just the Giants. Uh, Giants just, gonna prove you guys wrong. Giants gonna prove. That's all I gotta say. Uh, Brad, Brad has me on the train. Fourth place for the Giants this year. 
That's where it's at. All right. Thank you all for listening to the 4A podcast. We will be back next week with two more episodes. Maybe we'll have a Christmas themed one. Keep it festive. Maybe not. If you want to interact with us at all, be sure to join us on TikTok, Twitter. Let us know your thoughts. All social medias will be linked or listed down below. If you've enjoyed, please consider leaving a rating, a review, or if you have any suggestions, leave them below. Follow us everywhere. We will see you all next time. Peace.